Hey, welcome into Tabletop Trio. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. I'm Bronson. And this week's episode is a lot of fun. We sit down with Spencer at Amateur Everything on all the different social medias, and we talk everything from planes, trains, to birds, and nerds, and turds, and all the fun stuff. We also uh, started a brand new series that we're going to be doing next week. And we do some prep, so we talk all about that. It's super exciting. Uh, so let's get into it. Tabletop Trio. Hello. Hello. Welcome <laughs> in. Tabletop uh, Trio. Yes. With guest. Yes. With guest. First guest of the year. Am I? You are. First oh. guest ever. First ever guest. Yeah. Really? So, welcome. I feel so honored. <laughs> That or I'm just like the test guest, so you can get all the all the uh, things out of the way, so it runs smoother for the next yeah, guy. Yeah, we'll come, man. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's one of those no pressure interviews where you're like, you're a friend, so like we know you, and we can't be like, hold on, hold the so, fuck are you? Oh, can you wait? I didn't actually ask. Gonna, is there cursing? No good. cursing in my Christian Discord, Spencer. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh shit! Oh Christ! Oh, di- oh. <laughs> Don't worry, God will judge you. Yeah, that it's not up to me. That's probably for you, G-Man. <laughs> also, shout out to your intro music. It's like uh, a minor league version of Caravan Palace. I kind of dig it. Like, Caleb, it's, it's fine. I'm for what? it. I don't know who that is, but I'm for you it. You know Caravan Palace? No. no. I do. Lone Digger? Mm. Oh, dude, especially that music video is like, it starts off as like semi-furry it's, porn, and then they all start fucking it sounds each like, other. It's amazing. It sounds like you're naming Midwestern restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> It's, um, it's, oh, um, yeah, we're going to go down to the uh, Midwestern Furry <laughs> Point. <laughs> Midwestern, so. Oh, big fan there, eh? Yeah, bring back Fur Fest. <laughs> no, it's, it's Caravan Palace is fantastic. I don't know how, it's really Hypnos or? I only owned like one song by them. Techno Swing? All right, whatever. I, I didn't know that was a thing. You know, fuck it, this is I'm Caravan an, Palace yeah. cast and all three of you are my guests. <laughs> <laughs> you know, though, I, I can get down with some like Techno Swing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I there's like I have some of those pop up on my Spotify and stuff. I'm like that's really cool. They don't ever want to give me more. I tend to dislike stuff that's like um like a gimmicky style. Mm. So I Caravan Palace is a very peculiar style. And the first song I heard, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then I listened to like four or five songs and like, oh, this is all the same song. And then I <laughs> kind of moved away from it. Maybe I just picked a poor selection, but I listened to a couple songs after and got bored of it really quickly. I also did that back in the day with Volbeat. Mm, the first yeah. time they had a big song, I was like, oh, cool, Elvis rock. And then mm-hmm. like the rest of their songs were just exactly the same as the first hit song. And I was like, right. yeah, right. But are you ready to rumble? <laughs> but uh, before we get any further, uh, welcome into Tabletop Trio. What? Sorry. Uh, no, you're good. Um, <laughs> welcome into Tabletop Trio. I'm Bob. Joe. Bronson. And we have our special guest, our first guest, like I mentioned, uh, online. He is known as Amateur Everything. Indeed. Spell with a three. Amateur three very thing. Um, our friend Spencer. So uh, welcome in. Hi, how are you? Glad to uh, gl- glad right. to have you here with us. Howdy. You know. Glad to be here. I haven't podcasted in quite some time. It's definitely been a while. That, that it has. <laughs> that it has. Um, but it's it's so great to have you on your uh, your content creator. You do things, you build things. I do things. I see stuff and I put it on the internet. Absolutely. And mm. I mean, honestly, that's that's kind of the best way to describe it. It's you know because you do so much stuff. I genuinely don't <laughs> know like 
how to describe the all-encompassing yeah. repertoire say, portfolio that Spencer has. Well, I, w- I will say when I was trying to figure out like um, an internet handle, if you will, originally I wanted to do Master of None, a play on words of Jack of All Trades, Master of None. Turns out it's like a wildly popular Netflix series or mm. was had its limelight. Uh, so didn't do that. Then... Uh, fell, a person came out with, hey, why don't you do amateur? Everything was like, that's actually pretty clever. That's there we pretty go. Pretty clever. Oh, it's been a <laughs> while, hasn't it? Here comes the sexy voice. Yeah, we're just going to fuck it. Who's going to. I'm taking this. I think. Uh, oh. <laughs> you made it limp. <laughs> Apparently, that's the not so sexy voice. <laughs> is, this, is this something I said? <laughs> I know how my stairs work. I was unscrewing it. I, if it went limp, it's a little loose, okay? Anywho. I couldn't, we could not have planned that even more perfectly. Uh, yeah, that just happens. There's I, a I, clip. I'm not actually that funny. I've recycled the same five jokes. It just so happens that antics happen to me naturally. I don't know what it is, but it just happens. But yeah, so amateur everything. Uh, oh yeah, because there's no such thing as originality in the internet. It was a used name by an Instagram handle that had like five followers, nothing uploaded, this, that, whatever. Try to reach out to them. Yeah, that you never get any response. I've no. done it. I've done it with like Eat at Joe's. There was a guy, no one ever used it. Even Tabletop Trio has like four videos on like YouTube. I was like, hey, right. can I get that? And they were like, just no response. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. Are you gonna <laughs> are you gonna respond from your defunct YouTube series you haven't touched in five years? No. It goes yeah. to Gmail. I've never run into that problem. I've never made an online handle and had it been taken. Well, aren't you original? Well, Eat at Joe's was wildly popular <laughs> well, thanks to obviously. Acme. And then it turns out as a child, I didn't know that it was also like the Crab Shack. <laughs> so I didn't <laughs> know is, that yes. as like a, a 10-year-old when I started calling myself Eat at Joe's. Like, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I did a long time ago. Like when I first started gaming, my very first gamer tag ever was Dark Slash. Mm. And it was just some move in a like MMO, and I was like, "That's cool." And I just made that my tag. Mine was Uncle Sam with, uh, but I spelled it C K L E because again, it was taken. <laughs> gotcha. Xbox gotcha. Live, baby. And then uh, nobody had N Crescendo, and nobody had Polyhedral Cathedral. I was really surprised when I googled that. that. I was shocked. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, nobody has my current Valorant tag, Bougie Frunk. <laughs> Absolute shocker. Yeah. See, I have to go. Well, I got that from my boy Posty. We got a trunk in the front like that shit Dumbo. <laughs> got a bougie trunk. Uh, in uh, the chat. Uh, line. <laughs> uh, Caldish the Humble asks, what is your YouTube channel? <laughs> That's a great ca- uh, question. Uh, currently, haven't really uploaded to YouTube. Did I say YouTube? I mean, I have had YouTube channels in the past. We had, I was, I started off with two guys, one car, and then it went <laughs> oh, to... Uh, I forgot, Car Coalition, and then Top Dead Center, which we did, like, all of four videos for car content. But no, no mostly right now I've been doing uh, TikTok videos, Instagram, and I'm looking forward to getting back into streaming. I started streaming uh, Sucker for Love, the Cthulhu dating sim. Mm. Where, oh. Uh, dude, I'm not going to lie, like, Cthulhu's hot. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> that was oh, a lot boy. of fun. Also, it turns yeah. out it was a horror game. Who'd have thought? Well, so I went to Paxi's this year, mm. and I met. The, I went to the vendor, and I saw a rather voluptuous Cthulhu character. So I'm like, mm-hmm. you have my attention. And mm. I started, I was like, holy shit, this is a dating sim. And I just, before I even start playing the game, I look at the dev, and I'm like, 
is this is this streamable or is this too hot for Twitch? And he's like, oh, no, you can definitely stream it. And I was like, I'm putting this down, and I'm good to go stream it. And I did, and I went in completely blind. And I, for those who haven't played it, I'm just going to say it. it is a horror game, um, but it it's great. Is like, it just I like <laughs> uh, I always – like I see this genre popping up ever since Doki Doki Literature Club came out. Is it the same gist, or is it – does it do enough unique that it warrants its own game? Oh, definitely enough unique that warrants its own game. Cool. Doki Doki definitely cool. – uh, Doki Doki also takes like two and a half hours to actually see weird shit. I'm sure there's like a – Easter egg here or there, but like, um, no, this one, it definitely, it's the same idea, the same, you know, text-based, just kind of reading stuff, things happen and all. <laughs> no, no, I'm done going to the mic. The mic can come to me. There, there you go. go. That's now why I was trying go. to slide it forward before. There. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I like the angry child arms. Mm, fu- fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Um, yeah, fuck no, you. It, it, it totally warrants its own game. It's, our, cool. uh, it's, our, it's, 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 a, it's a lot of fun. There's two more chapters. I streamed chapter one, and I went on a two-and-a-half-month streaming hiatus. If you had to pick a single aspect of that game that was your favorite so far, what would it be? Um, uh, how do I say anything without... Can I give, like, minor spoilers? Here, there you go, chat. Spoiler warning. Spoiler, if you spoiler want warning. to play Curvy Cthulhu the Dating Sim... You want to. <laughs> please avert your ears. You should. Um, yeah, so g- give me, like, ten seconds. Uh... No, it's at one point you pretty much have a book and you're supposed to cast spells and it pretty much is just like, oh, I'm sorry, my is this no, a judgment call? No, you got ten seconds. When I flip it up, you can come back. Ah, ah, okay, cool. For everyone listening, when he flips his finger up, you can come back. There you go. Um, so wrong finger. <laughs> no, so you you get a spell book and like the first one because you're like you want you what was it called the com- compendium? I forgot Lovecraft stuff. The compendium or whatever. So you get the book and. Like, the first spell you cast, it's like Cthulhu. And you're like, oh, my God, it, it's hot. And then you find <laughs> but out. But we did I'm, it, guys. We won the game. I'm here. Well, it's like. <laughs> That's I'm all here, we needed. I'm here to destroy the world, but we might as well hang out with each other. But it's I'm just like. destroy the world. As Ooh. things go more into it, at one point you make a spell. And all of a sudden, just like you turn the page and a face is just like, like, I was like, just staring at you. And pages keep on flipping like a, like an animated flip book. Mm. And it's just like, <laughs> like, it just, it, it just threw me. I wasn't ready. Again, I had no idea. That, like I said, I almost feel like saying anything about the game is giving a disservice because the fact that I had no idea what I was getting myself into. So it sounds like the thing you enjoyed the most was the surprise factor. Yes. Uh, also, there is one point where Cthulhu's taking a shower. Um, and, and it's pretty much like, don't peek. And so I peeked and I died and I won, I won, a, I won an award called worth it. <laughs> I, th- I think that was probably my favorite moment so far, but yeah, definitely, definitely highly, definitely absolutely recommend. Yeah. Cool. Noted. So me, Bronson and Spencer have things in common when it comes to hobbies in that Maybe we so. never pick one. No. <laughs> it's jump to jump to jump to jump. I do have to say, I think to my own credit, I take it way further. Like I get <laughs> I get into it and then I do it until I'm bored of it and then I never touch it again. But like I do actually take projects all the way through and do a couple iterations and then it's like, all right, ADD brain's gone. I get bored of it just way too quickly. You figure out how it works and then you're bored of it. Yeah. I mean, you and I rekindled our friendship post like post college by slot cars. Yeah, which I don't think either one of us play with anymore. I actually have them. All. I know where they are. I didn't say the, you have the problem them. was I've been following them. The company went out of business, Carrera, for a little while. Yeah, and then came back. 
and they're back, but like, like Chinese, half Chinese back where like yeah. was bought out and the quality. Sink. Yeah. yeah. Mm, so bummer. I have a TikTok account to show you then if you're into uh, slot cars. Go on. They they uh, <laughs> they've been sharing before every F1 race. They'll build the F1 track. Oh, that's, that's, that's cool. Yeah, all right. All and right. like they'll I'm race in. them around with the F1 theme playing, which is one of my favorite fucking songs. That's fantastic. Um, so I got to show you that after the show. Absolutely. Well, dope. Speaking of slot cars and racing in general, did you hear, and maybe you, that in Edison, they are creating the largest go-kart track that is indoor to race. I saw a sneak peek really? video today. It is like a two-story racetrack. No kidding. All right, I'm in. Yeah, my wallet's not ready. No, mine I, either. It's it's probably expensive. Yeah, probably. I was looking at. I mean, even like the American Dream Mall to get into the water park is a hundred bucks for the day. Like I was just watching. Um, can I shout out other channels? Uh, yeah. Apparently, I'm getting a a, a a scam call. That was super fun. Hell yeah! <laughs> I sound like a power cord. Um, <laughs> brother, I was watching. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> um, I was watching Bright Sun Films, and they've just they do a whole bunch of videos about like things that have gone out of business, or just a deeper take into malls and whatnot. Mm. And yeah, apparently, like to get to the water park, it's like a hundred bucks, and like the theme park on the other side is like eighty bucks. I don't understand where all this pricing comes from. It's ridiculous. Well, there's um there's a indoor go kart track that I used to go to a lot. I think it changed the name, but RPM. It, turned, it was some. It was called Pole Position, which I think yes. is a yes. much better name. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's why. So I thought it was a much better name, but then they changed it to RPM, and I think they just changed it again. Assume the pole position. Um, but it's really, really expensive. Position. It's like 50 bucks, and that gets you like long? three races. And you're like, oh, that's pretty long. The races are like four minutes each. Yeah. Ugh. Like, it's a lot of money. I guess this means we all have to build our own fucking go-kart track. Yeah, that's what I'm I mean. But given our track record, we probably get like three quarters of the way through it and be like, well, we made the cars work. Sounds like we just make them street legal and go for it. Yep. <laughs> or we don't and just go for it. Also. I mean, or we could just like hoon around the cul-de-sac here. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> the neighbors will love it. Just just build a, just build a go-kart and <laughs> make them electric go-karts that they won't fucking know. Yeah. Mm. There you go. You just get them. <laughs> Why does it play? sound like they're power drills outside? <laughs> because there so, are they're so quiet i saw a gang of e-bikes yesterday i know i know, I know. a gaggle if you will a, a gaggle yeah a, a flume of e-bikes i don't even know what that word is <laughs> anyway a we're flock like a log flume <laughs> indeed indeed a, 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 no those are those are the two-seaters or the three-seaters i saw a lot of hertz of electricity <laughs> bikes i <laughs> want a legit electric motorcycle very badly mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. i don't know how to ride a motorcycle i know it's not extremely complicated, but... Yeah, especially if you don't have gears. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, just a rip and go. I feel like I would hurt myself. Probably. It's a motorcycle. Yeah. That's why I haven't gotten one yet. Yeah. Actually, the you way my parents wait, explained you tell it to me, me... You don't want to be one of those insufferable people that always posts about how everybody else is... Uh, my safety is everyone else's problems because I chose to ride a oh, two-wheel vehicle. Dear while God. I, while I lane split. Well, while I lane split, <laughs> yeah. And... Live in an area where this is definitely a second luxury item and not my primary form of transportation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yep. uh, yeah. It's a good time. It's a good time. <laughs> slightly, slightly more toxic than my want for an electric bike. Uh, I found out that you can own own a jet, like a jet, for like the price of a small house in New Jersey. Um, you could buy a Hawker trainer from the early 2010s for like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I was about to say a small house in New Jersey is very expensive still, but yes. Yeah. 
Um, that's, that's actually cheaper a than a life goal. That's actually cheaper than okay. a small house in New Jersey. Yeah, about, that's about half a small house. <laughs> See, but just like buying a BMW around us, yeah, just like buying a BMW. Sure, you can get into it, but it's the long term maintenance. That's what gets you, yeah. price wise. Just need to change. I would assume. I've never been a pilot. No, no, you're right. I mean, when we had turbines at, at the data center, we definitely had like monthly maintenance where we had a professional company check out all the sensors sure. and crap like that. I get it. But you also yeah. probably need to have like a pilot. And if I have a jet at that point, I, I, would, I would be the pilot. As yeah. I say, I feel yeah. like okay. if no, it's if not a, a not plane. a transport jet. It's not like a Learjet or like there's no passenger space. It's just you in the sky. Passenger space, cargo space, uh, potato, tomato, same thing. <laughs> Passengers are cargo. Like yeah, a single exactly. seater, you know. Yeah. It, like, like a Cessna. It, it's the right. jet that they train fresh military jet pilots on because of how agile it is. Mm. So wow. it, it full on, like you can go, I think it tops out at just under Mach 1. Okay. Which, I mean, I wouldn't be going over the speed of sound anywhere anyway because, like, you can do a lot of damage to the surrounding area if you do that and then get arrested. Mm. I mean, they're not going to catch you. And or uh, shot well, down. <laughs> the problem with planes is that they do eventually have to come down. I just imagine, like, an SR-71 on your tail, Blackhawks just going at it. R- riddle me this, Spencer. What happens to an aircraft when they can't get you to land? Actually, gravity just isn't real, and aircrafts are proofs of that because they're like 5 million tons and fly in the air, and that's just not allowed. <laughs> yeah, Physi- right. Physics aren't real. I did my own research. Yeah. Birds aren't real, and by extension, airplanes. I still don't exactly. think pigeons they're are real. drones. You've never seen a baby pigeon. You've never seen a that's baby pigeon. That's why they all sit on the telephone wires. They're recharging. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm glad I'm surrounded by fellow intellectuals. Yeah. You really well, got to think about it. Your boy's wicked smart. So speaking <laughs> of of, uh, of airplanes. Um, American Airlines recently placed an order for 20 supersonic jets from Excuse a me? yeah <laughs> from a unknown up and coming new company. Oh, that's how that basically let me tell said, you, bro. Trust me. That's me, that's the opposite. That's the opposite of a problem, and I'm going to tell you why it's the opposite of a problem. The commercial aircraft market is so fucking inbred that you basically have each country has their own representative uh, aircraft manufacturer except for like the United States and I think Japan might have a competing one. I don't remember the other one other country has two that compete, but we had for a while Lockheed Martin, Boeing, Northrop Grumman and McDonnell Douglas, and some of them merged. So it's basically just Lockheed and, and uh, Boeing. And I don't think Lockheed makes commercial anything, uh, air travel. Do missiles count as commercial? Only if it says McDonald's on the side. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. We're going to give you the Big Mac. <laughs> uh, oh, man, that'd be a great fucking <laughs> missile. Just sponsored by Arby's, and it just says we have the meats. Yeah, instead, oh. for World War Three, instead of the, for the Manhattan Project, will be the Big Mac and the Whopper. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, It'll actually be like the Big Mac and then like the McDouble, but. Putting whatever your little <laughs> cl- uh, cholesterol-filled veins want to tell yourself, go for it. Putting additional aircraft manufacturers on the board, especially aircraft manufacturers that are domestic, makes domestic manufacturers stay competitive. And right now, Boeing's only real competition for commercial air travel is Airbus. And Airbus decidedly does a better job because mm. they haven't blown up any planes recently. Turns yeah. out. Um, I mean, it's only one plane. 
so what they do when they do these big orders, they don't they don't just say like, hey, here's a billion dollars up front, make me twenty jets. They put like a like a ten percent down payment on and it uh, down. And if they find that that venture was ill fated, they can go after the company and say, hey, you're not actually making planes, give us our money back. But should they actually develop an aircraft that is functional and safe and a better idea than than the twenty years ago tech we're all currently flying in, uh, then everybody benefits. The companies make more money. We get a safer aircraft, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm glad that they're doing that kind of venture. Um, I, I hate that there's only a few companies that can afford to develop aircraft. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm all for it too. Um, and in this article from the verge, um, basically they put down a non-refundable down payment for 20 jets with an additional option for 40 total. Mm. Gotcha. Um, and the design is, you know, it's, it's all like the deal and everything is pending, um, FAA, basically FAA and safety tests and all that, because technically supersonic flight is illegal, but there's been some rumblings, I guess, apparently saying that, you know, I think that they might be changing it if they can prove like the sonic boom isn't as damaging or something along those lines. No, no, Hmm. it is. Um, they're, they're not going to find that a sonic boom is, is any less than like, we'll blow the windows out of buildings directly below it. Um, when jet aircraft like fighter jets cross the sound barrier, they have to do it in, in restricted areas where it can't physically damage anything in a certain radius. Uh, but, I mean, they've had a supersonic airliner before, the mm-hmm. ill-fated Concorde. Yes. And the Concorde accident was actually not any fault of the Concorde itself. Yep. A spare part from a DC-10 that took off before it, which had a shoddy maintenance, fell on the runway. The Concorde ran it over. Mm. because they couldn't see it on the streaked up runway. It kicked that part up onto the wing, which punctured the wing, which blew the wing off shortly after it took off and there was no time to recover. Um, Because of that, people were like, supersonic jets are dangerous, but Mm -hmm. it really had nothing to do with that. Mm. And I think probably enough time has passed because that was like the 80s, right? When that happened? Yeah. Before before I was born. Yeah, definitely before my time. And I think I'm the oldest one out of us here. But... uh, I think that fear of supersonic jets was not very justified. And there were other like economic factors around that time that caused the Concorde to fail, but there's no reason to not be able to fly supersonic like over the ocean. And I would assume that the only testing they're doing is at what height does a sonic boom not present an environmental concern? Mm. Yeah. Sorry. I really like airplanes. No. And and, (laughs) and I think that that has always fascinated me. Something that, you know, we created something with enough thrust to keep us in the air over, you know, a prolonged period of time. It's not thrust, it's lift. Er, Stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Sorry. You, you fucking pleb. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm happy that we have, we need more small business airplane companies. Listen. Like, at Dimitri's airplane, we fold the paper when we fold the metal one. It's the same thing. Yeah. Remember, it's thrust. (laughs) Bob is a very... It's lift. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. American science. No, that's across the board. Remember, Spencer and Bob (laughs) like ground-based wheel vehicles. We like things that go vroom. (laughs) I like things that go... (laughs) (laughs) Explosions? Meat. That is what a jet... That's what all... Internal combustion oh, engines are. I say combustion, boom. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, Kablooey. 
Is it? Is that Leanne Animal or Lean oh. Animal? Hi, Leanne. Yes, that's my friend Leanne. Hi. I welcome. Had, I welcome. Had, I had dinner with her today. Fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was lovely. Hi, Leanne. What'd you guys have? I got pizza. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's like artisanal pizza. Hell and, yeah. And two hazy IPAs. Mm. Hell yeah. Mm. No, no. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't like beer. So this Hell is no. this <laughs> is a question to Spencer and Bob, since you guys would probably know about it more. Uh, the ACS, the Auto Club Speedway, is converting their two-mile track into yes. a half-mile speed track. Yes. Good, bad, meh. Yes and no. That's the first Racing. time I've heard of the ACS. So uh, how do famous they do that? Do they modify the track layout, <laughs> no, or is it just like, like less laps? No, they're uh, like literally they destroying it. and oh, they're ripping the whole thing out. Yeah, yeah so they were God, pulling so out the grandstands. A quarter today. mile, like, so they're even making a straight line. So even with um, <laughs> quarter mile at a time, <laughs> um, two inches at a time. This is it just oval? No, right. like a no, rectangle. It's, it's one solid piece where they have to make a U turn at the bottom. Basically, it's like. <laughs> What looks like two U-turns, and that's the track. I regretfully am not that huge into keeping up with racing, so by all means, if they're having fun, then keep it's at it. It's just interesting that they're shrinking the track so much. And this isn't an old track. It's from, like, what, 1996? Yeah, which it's... So, with that, it's been, yes, they're doing it. And then the Cup Series raced here for the first time. I think this season was the first time since the pandemic. Uh, because it's in California. Mm. Um, this was the first race since the pandemic that NASCAR was able to race back at Auto Club. And even with that, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to turn this into a short track next year for 2023. That'll be the last race on the current oval. And then they're like, mm, I mean, the racing was pretty good, so maybe we won't change the track. Mm. What I wonder, is there like... Is the track aged to a point where repair costs designate that it has to be ripped out and redone anyway? So the, Do they sell part of the land? That's it, the land. Okay. Uh, there, where the track is is gotcha. in the middle of Bumblefuck Nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it's nothing but... It's actually built on the grounds where they filmed Terminator 2. And you know what they need the over there? Steel, steel mill. You know what they <laughs> need over like, there? You, you know the famous like thumbs up scene as he's getting yeah. lowered in? Yeah. They filmed that at the steel mill. They tore the steel mill down. Those that motherfuckers was there, and they built the racetrack on that property. And so they uh-huh. sold half yeah, the yeah, land yeah. so they could build condos. So this is the track currently. <laughs> Min- <laughs> minus the dick. Sh- like a dick. Minus yeah. the dick shaped <laughs> uh, road course. So what they are taking is like this little inside. Mm-hmm. That's going to be it. Yeah. Really? So they're, they're taking little, tiny, was that whatever you just clicked on that. Is that no? They'll the overlay the. Uh, no, so the, the basically they're taking the D-shaped part of the oval eh. okay. and cutting across the infield grass <laughs> and using the pit road as the backstretch. Hear me and out. And they're going to sell all of the other land. They're having the garage area outside the racetrack, which is interesting because every it's always you know in the infield. Um, but they're they're doing all that, and they just tore down some grandstands, but mm-hmm. over the last 10 years they've been doing that already for almost every track. What if instead of oval circle at like nearly eighty degree pitch, and we just have the hydron collider version of a racetrack for cars? <laughs> Don't they have one of those? You pretty much you would have to start on a flat surface, and somehow I don't know where the entry point is. We haven't figured just out make all the, the bugs track yet. A bowl. 
You just make it a bowl. They just they come in the center and start going. Isn't that what ooh, motorcycles ooh, do? Ooh. And then we can put yeah. a second bowl on the top of the track so that they can just start turning around. That's downforce, baby. Woo! And can then you we imagine can call NASCAR's it, doing that? We can call it Thunderdome. <laughs> Super original name. Just came up with it. And uh, it'll be great. And then we can build condos next to it that are beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> we'll and call then the those, condos we'll call sit those. there and complain <laughs> because the racetrack makes noise. Uh, no, no. There will be a bowl on the, the top. There will be a bowl on the top. It'll be totally encapsulated. Ah, uh, yes. The bowl bowl. Indeed. And combustion and exhaust we is could not call an it, issue. We could call it the actual bowl. The actual bowl. <laughs> we did it. We did it, boys. Quit we, the podcast. You've taken so, fucking notes, NASCAR? We saw This oh, no. is gold. We I, saved NASCAR. I personally like the Thunderdome Dome. Thunderdome Dome Bowl. And then <laughs> when teenagers go there, they'll get Dome at Thunderdome Dome. <laughs> with, with their bowls. Bowl. With their, with their bowls. <laughs> so the Welcome Thunderdome to Thunderdome Dome Bowl. What are all those high schoolers doing under the grandstands? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a lot of exhaust from all those cars. Nah. 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 Bruh. Well, because... Yeah, because that's that's just one of those things, going back to, like, renovating the track. I like the track. There's plenty of grooves. It's, like, it's literally, like, eight cars wide, Mm -hmm. and that's the entire racing surface. It's old. It's bumpy. It kills tires, which is what makes racing good. I really thought you were going to say it kills people. And I was like, <laughs> which is what makes what? racing good. I mean, to the casual fan. Race hail, praise Dale. That 2001 Daytona joke. 500, best thing to happen in NASCAR. Jesus. Um, but That's no, like. Spicy. <laughs> I must say, I got jokes too, but I don't think they're Twitch friendly anyway. <laughs> but no, it, it's 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 a good thing that they're changing the track, but with the current car, or the, I guess the new the current car, which is the new car, the next gen car, it's great on those big speed style tracks, mm. and not as great on short tracks anymore. So there's mm. there's a lot of like, man, they're changing it, but it's good now. But like, it could be good because NASCAR has been working a hell of a lot with iRacing to actually develop their racetracks. Because NASCAR was working with iRacing when they uh, they recently re- uh, redesigned Atlanta Motor Speedway. Mm-hmm. basically made it a mile and a half super speedway that races like Daytona, mm. but in a mile and a half. Okay. Mm. Uh, they used iRacing to create the uh, LA Coliseum. So like the football stadium where USC plays, they built a racetrack in the stadium. Oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, they used iRacing to create that. Wow. They used iRacing to create the Chicago street circuit. So you can race the streets of Chicago and it's laser scanned Mm -hmm. every pothole, every bump, everything in Chicago, every gunshot, worst worst racetrack ever. Well, I keep hitting shells and crashing my car. They're racing there next year. Do they make the river water green for St. Patrick's day? Cause otherwise I don't want it. (laughs) I mean, obviously, of course. Um, but, and then, then they also worked with iRacing to create a mock-up of what it would be like if they took auto club speedway and turned it into the half mile short track. Interesting. So, like, they have the simulation data, and they say that it works well. Right. But, you know, you're not going to know until they actually do it. Yeah, there's only one thing left to do there, Bob. Fuck around, find out. Yeah. Send it, bro. And that's honestly what they're probably going to wind up doing. So they started ripping down the grandstands today, so. Yes, but that that is also 
the teenagers kind of t- kind of <laughs> typical where else are they gonna diddle um, where else will they get their thunderdome <laughs> um, but that, that's just been a thing that nascar tracks have been doing for the last probably eight to ten years because mm. these tracks were able to hold quarter million people mm. and Jeez. now they're probably getting about eighty five thousand people so to make it look less dead I mean, there's still oh. like the uh, uh, like the race at Indianapolis Motor Speedway a few weeks ago. Their attendance was like eighty five thousand, mm. but if you saw it on TV, it looked fucking empty because that place can hold about two hundred thousand people. Oh, that makes sense. But eighty thousand people—that's more than a lot of NFL stadiums. NASCAR yeah. and it's one fan. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's what it looks like at some of these tracks. So the NASCAR sitting there, they're yeah. like, so that's why they're taking out like seats and that kind of stuff. That's kind of what I'm thinking they did with Auto Club, Mm. but that because they still haven't confirmed. They're like, maybe it'll happen. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. So that's kind of it's a weird limbo right now with the track where they're like, we like the two mile, we like the half mile, can't really do both, but. It'd be fun. Maybe they should stop using soft racing tires and use all-season tires, and they won't have any issues with uh, eating up tires and puppy roads. Look at that. <laughs> Doing a lot of engineering today. I would love to see you an are. all-season tire at, like, 240. It would explode. <laughs> the, 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 it would probably detread and just lose all structural integrity and explode. Mm-hmm. Or it could be the 2007 Indy era Brickyard 400 where they had to throw the caution literally every 10 laps because tires were exploding. <laughs> were they by Firestone? No. <laughs> oh, no, that was the 90s. That's that was, no, that was yeah. not 90s. No? That was early thousands. Because I remember it. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Those trucks. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to the next article, which is like kind of a downer, but then also like we all saw it coming. Uh, Dodge discontinued the Charger and the Challenger I starting did. 2020. But now what are people going to buy when they get uh, coerced into joining the military? Mustangs. Thank you. Lots and lots of Mustangs. And Camaros. And Camaros. I thought they discontinued the Camaros too. I think they're they're going to. Just the Mustang left. 2023. Well, the Mustang is going full electric. Yep. So thus ends the end of muscle cars again. Yes, but no. I don't know about that. I would still classify some of these high, like, e-horsepower electric cars is as muscly. Mm-hmm. It's not a muscle car. Power, no big V8s. Power no output, gas. yes. The, when it really comes down to it, what makes a muscle car, front engine, rear-wheel drive, V8, and the manual transmission. That's what really oh, okay. defined, like, a muscle car, if you will. Right. You can use that configuration in other ways, and yeah. there are, like, I mean, a lot of people still consider the B, uh, the Buick GNX. It's a turbo six-cylinder. Still, some people put it in, like, because it just was still around that era. It's a subjective term, but so the, the fact of the matter is more, we don't got no gas-guzzling V8s waking up the dead as they roll down the road anymore because they're electric. Yeah. And, like, you can't constitute the Corvettes now because they're mid-engine now. Uh, which they were supposed to be from the start, and I yeah, love they, them. So. They, they yeah. <clears throat> I, I might actually buy the electric Corvette when it comes out. I think for the past maybe three model years, I don't think there's been a nicer-looking car than the Corvette. Mm-hmm. And I'm including hypercars. I'd still want the LS, though. <coughs> I think as soon as... I still want the LS V8. Have you seen what they're considering for 
uh, camshafts recently. Speaking of new the, car uh, tech, the cam. Well, I've seen. I've seen. Did, wasn't it Koenigsegg that had the camless motor? Yeah, yeah, electric they're, actuators or something. Exactly. Like that? Yeah. And they they're introducing variable actuation time. Yes. As opposed to just like letting it naturally work on the timing belt or on the um the camshafts the the cam, the the cam itself belt. right. So. You had you had variable valve timing that would work on uh, you either like electric variable valve timing would be it would actually um, progress or retard the uh, timing on the gear itself mm-hmm. or you had stuff like VTEC which would actually change um, the duration how long the uh, valves are open or closed it was oil based and it was based on pressure mm-hmm. I'm not qualified enough to talk about it I just know it loosely but it was pressure that once you went to a higher RPM I was going to say it was about 6000 6, RPM at VTEC well so <laughs> if you heard like an old VTEC motor with an exhaust you could hear, you could hear it go yeah. Every time. That's 6,000 RPMs? Yeah, What's man. that? That's my VTEC. Oh, shit. VTEC just kicked <laughs> like, in. VTEC, the, the memes were, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the memes yeah. were warranted. And then BMW had their version called Vanos, which was the same thing, but no one cared. So the, what I really <laughs> think is awesome about these new, like, electric valve trains that they're talking about is they can be tuned like the ECU can be tuned yeah. and, and match your fuel-air mixture, and you can set up profiles for them to like not need any kind of mechanical technology or potential failure parts other than just when the actuator fires. Right. And they I they slapped it on top of an existing Koenigsegg engine and got 33% more horsepower out of it. <laughs> and the question I saw, I, I think I saw the breakdown of this on Donut where they were like, that's awesome, but is it already too late for that because to be? Electric. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's fucking awesome. I... I I agree. I think it's awesome too. And at the end of the day, even though internal combustion motors have seemingly hit their peak in technology, mm. there's also just nothing like the sound of a great sounding motor. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to, we're going to hit a point where it's going to be pimp my ride again, where you have speakers mounted on the bottom of electric cars, just so we have. We've already hit a point where my Volkswagen GTI <laughs> has a soundicator, as they call it, yeah. which will artificially pump in engine noises when it's in sport mode because I want my car to sound like it has an exhaust, but I don't want the exhaust. I bought one of those Ugh. about 12 years ago yeah. as a joke because my dad. Well, actually, it was my grandma's. It was my grandma's last car. She wanted her new car to be a last car. So she bought a 2006 Cobalt. Four-cylinder. Oh, yeah. If it had 90 horsepower, I'm giving them points. I'm a good dad. Uh, zero to 60 at some point. Yes. Um, so, you know, it was... That's what he was driving to work every day. Right. So I thought it'd be really funny to mess with him. So I bought this <laughs> thing that goes in the cigarette lighter that... Cheap cars, mm-hmm. cheap cars, when the cigarette lighters, when you step on the gas, um, kind of give more electric from the alternator. So it kind of like cheats it. So this system basically read the electric coming through the car. And then it was a V8 noise through Bluetooth. So you turn your speakers on, turn up the volume, and you would hear like, and then when you stepped on the gas, it would be like, I put it on the car, and I didn't tell my dad, and I cranked the volume, and he went to go like leave for work in the morning. He left at like six o'clock, and I get a phone call. Yeah, I get a phone call at like 6.05, and he's like, what? 
is in the car. <laughs> <laughs> we swapped it. We yeah, LS swapped it. Like, yeah, You're we welcome. All, you didn't know? It's actually, we, I forgot the reason why, but there's actually an electrical interference that, give, that comes off. Like, if you've ever been in a car that has, like, a built-in DVD player, especially mm. an aftermarket one that didn't come factory, sometimes, like, when you don't hear any sounds, you'll actually just hear a little whine that goes with the... Uh, you want to know market. what that is? Really, really bad grounds. So it's a cheap, I used to do this, and I know because I've, it, I've done it myself. If you don't scratch the paint off of a bolt before you put a ground in, you don't have good connection. So sure. that, that wine it, is it actually a bad ground. It could be that. But I think what he's saying, it coming through the DVD system, anytime you have a, a metal rotating at any significant speed, it generates an EMF. Like it generates a a frequency and like mm-hmm. a, a field around it, electromagnetic field. And that can fuck with, with things. So like, remember <laughs> when we all had cassette players and then we like MP3 players just came out and then we had a little thing you plug in the cigarette lighter and it was a radio tuner where we put the, the radio station in and had to plug the iPod in the top of it. And then it, then it would actually play through the radio. If you had certain issues like a grounding problem or like a heavy metal drive shaft or like your engine was a significant size and you hit a certain rotation, you'd hear the whine come through the radio frequency because yep. the EMF mm-hmm. would fuck with it. My yeah. uh, my dad had a 1988 uh, Dodge Ram. Hell yeah. 88 <laughs> or 98? Uh, 88. Hmm. And I would listen to Flyers games whenever he would drive me around and everything. So And they were on like an AM station. Mm-hmm. So every time he'd hit the gas, you could actually hear the... <laughs> 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 I wonder if that was accentuated in the 88 because that's probably when it still had a um um the spinny distributor cap oh, distributor cap probably. and that's actually a spinning magnet and that would make it way way worse yeah and and Those that's why so especially with the AM radio it would interfere yeah we were I remember my dad has a 66 Mustang and we were like tuning it one day and I was like how do you tune these things and he goes well here it's going like hub the blah 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, how do you fix that? And he goes, just spin the cap. I'm like, it it can't just be spin the yeah. cap. And he's like, no, you just spin spin the cap a little bit and you hear it go. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, got it. Same thing, same thing with the carburetor. If it's idling too high or weird, just take a screwdriver in there and just go back and forth. Listen, there is some merit to boomers saying that cars were Oh, they were so simple. They were easier. Yeah. They like we, my dad was like, I need you to do the electric in the Mustang. I was like 17 at the time. And I look in the car and I'm like, what electric? There's like four wires. Yeah. <laughs> what like electric? <laughs> the headlights. I mean, well, that was one of the, that, that was one of the genius parts about like the original Volkswagen Beetle. It was built to be, you know, terrible circumstances, but the car itself was built <laughs> to be the people's car to work on. It didn't have any sort of coolant. So it, it eliminated everything like that. And it was just, everything was so simple. And I mean, like the whole, I'm pretty sure the motor is only hold on by four bolts. Like mm. I've, I've, I've had a friend who his motor went, he took out the old one, went to a junkyard and got it in the same day, had the car running again. Like it's, <laughs> it's really remarkable. Wow. Like the genius and simplicity. I'm really. They're slow. They can <laughs> overheat sometimes. Yeah. But like it, but um, it's probably more lately. Car. And then on the other side of that, boxer engines. A friend of mine just bought a, a car with a boxer engine in it. I don't mm-hmm. know what model he got. And he was very unhappy when I told him that he if he ever needed to change his spark plugs, he needed to pull the engine out of the car. Subaru or Porsche? Subaru. Subaru. Yeah, didn't they, didn't they share that design? 
Well, I mean, boxer just simply means that by the the, yeah, the Subaru like BR, B, BRZ, B, BRZ is the that one. was them and Porsche shared that uh, design. That was them and Toyota. Was it Toyota? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was a rumor because Toyota can't do anything fun by themselves anymore. Uh, uh, there was a rumor that they were going to bring back the Toyota MR2 mm. uh, with Porsche's assistance, which. As much as I hate Toyota, that'd be really fucking cool. <laughs> um, but of course, just like anything, it's you know, just gone by the wayside. I don't even know yeah. if it was actually ever in the making. Um, you never know. Well, we all know the beige Toyota Camry is your favorite car on the road. So. Absolutely, and they always have a dent in the rear back rear bumper. My my really bane do. my bane was that metallic like emerald green color old Honda anything Civic or Accord. Mm. Though, if you ever got hit in the early nineties, it was by one of those. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> I just hate the Toyota Camry. With a, if you ever, st- it's, it's like, Did it just you seems know? like nine times out of ten when there's somebody left lane dicking it, the car in the front, Toyota Camry. <laughs> when there's someone that's just like online, it's like, well, why should I have to go faster? It's the speed lane, Toyota Camry. Do you know? Get out of the passing lane. Get out of the it, passing lane. Get out of the passing lane. It just seems like the car for the person that gave up. Like, well, gotta so do get you know? to be. Another day, another dollar. Living the dream. <laughs> I'm gonna get a Toyota Camry. Fourth safest car on the road. How come they all have the back uh, roof like the fabric is falling down on the back? Everyone. Bad glue. Old. <laughs> bad glue. By bad the way, that's very uh, regular car reviews sounding there. Well, where do you think I got it from? So Spencer. And actually, I couldn't find out that regular car reviews was influenced by Red Letter Media. Um, which is a movie reviewing thing that Heather loves. Because mm. as soon as I so- showed her RCR, which everyone should look up, as soon as I showed her RCR, she's like, wait, I know that voice. And lo and behold, it was like a similar, like like the, uh-oh, here comes Weekend Dad. <laughs> Mom, Dad's drinking shower beers and singing Band on the Run again. Can you pick me <laughs> off? <laughs> that, was, um, that is a... Loosely quoted uh, quote from the uh, AMC Pace, or excuse me, AMC Gremlin review of regular car reviews. Fan, one of my favorites. So I got a question for you. Can you guess what the three models are in NASCAR right now? I know one's the Toyota Camry. <laughs> I, I, because, you know, everyone everyone's favorite front engine, rear-wheel drive, V8 muscle cars, <laughs> Toyota Camry. I hate, I hate <laughs> that they put real car names on those cars. Yep. Why? You mean the plastic sticker Why? matches? My brand. It's a roll cage, a massive engine, and a plastic shell. It has nothing to fucking do with any of those cars. Actually, um, the Toyota Camry I have on the road is the exact same car, and we are pretty much <laughs> the same skill as driver because we both handle it. I could also do 230 miles an hour. A smack of your face. I just choose not to because <laughs> the speed limits are there for a reason. <laughs> my favorite the, my favorite part about that is the, the, uh, the driver with the most pit road speeding penalties this season. Drives a Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> I love what that. what brand mo- what like what is the crate NASCAR motor? Is it from any particular? It has to be a brand. So Everything's a brand. Toyota is developed by TRD. Turd. I know. Um, <laughs> Ford is Ford Racing, and Chevy Turd. is made by two. It's either uh, Hendrick Childress or Hendrick Childress or. Uh, oh no! I guess it's the same now. I think they might emerge, but so it, it's like they don't- Hendrick Childress and Earnhardt. Mm. They don't all have the same brand engine. Like no. it actually is an in-house. Are it's, they it's all now? in-house. Or are they V sixes? Nope, time they're still V eights. No. I know they were messing with like. Uh, they, they changed the, tra- the transmission. It's now um, transaxle and bump shifting mm. with the new car. 
five speed. No more H. What is the transmission in the rear of the car? Yep. Like a Corvette? Okay. Transmission is in the rear of the car, independent suspension on the new car now, um, and it's all in the back. Oh, man. The purest car has changed. The purest must be pissed. And it's sequential shifting. I didn't know it was sequential. Still on the... Oh, Still on oh, the side, though. Ink, 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 <laughs> cool. So you can get to jerk off these shits. They're fantastic. I row gears. It's different. <laughs> oh, I anyway, don't so, have um, a transmission. So I got... <laughs> that's true. Direct drive. Toyota Camry. I'm going to get Chevy Impala. Nope. No. No. What's Chevy bringing to the table? Corvette. Nope. Yeah, Camaro? <laughs> Camaro. Yeah. Oh, I thought they took the Camaro. Camaro, specifically the ZL1-1LE. I'm sure they Again, have a lot in common from the factory vehicle. That means nothing because it's not that car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird that they decided like it's. Wait a minute! These headlights come right off. <laughs> <laughs> These are just stickers. Uh, and then the Ford Mustang, specifically the GT500. I, I mean, of course. The what? G- they, it doesn't even look like a GT500. That's an <laughs> iconic car. You can't just say that. Remember that time they were going to discontinue using the Shelby name when he passed as yeah. a way to honor him? Yeah, they degraded that, yeah. too. Hmm. Do you know or that like in, money, in the new uh, money, 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 the money, last call, money. Camaro, or uh, Chargers and Challengers, if you open up the hoods, have emblems in them that say last call on them? What the hell's a last call challenge? What, the last ones off the, the assembly Dodge, line? Yep. Because they're discontinuing the model. Does it also play closing time when you turn That'd the car on? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> better. I I have to say, if I'm Chevy that much, yes. Chevy gave me one of the biggest letdowns ever with uh with new cars. So they came out with the newer series of Camaros. <clears throat> I had the the 2016 or something like that Camaro, sure. and I loved that motherfucker. That's when I had the white convertible. That car was great, but it was getting up there in age, and I didn't want to start dealing with like late age. Chevy problems. So yeah. I ended up getting rid of it. And I was looking at the new Camaros and I looked, the first thing I saw was the newer ZL1. And I was like, oh my God, this thing looks fucking sick. It was heavy as hell, but it was 640 horsepower. The whole thing just looked like just so badass. I thought they were ugly as hell. That's because you saw the regular trim models. No. ZL1s yeah, had the different ZL1 front grills. Is- Fucking oh, beautiful. I saw the ZL1. They got squinty ass fucking headlights and the thing looks stupid. It looks <laughs> like it was a full size car that got squished. I don't Are like you it. sure you're not thinking of the the one where they had the bow tie and the black bar going across the front? I th- I've i just honestly I've just never liked any of the new Camaros at all. But yes, one, I've seen one, one of the new they had trim to packages. Put, they had to put the uh the wheels with the bolts in it because the wheels would spin too quickly where the tires would slip in the rim or some stupid thing. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. But anyway, they came <laughs> out with this doofy looking front Camaro and they revealed it and they got just absolutely harassed. Like <laughs> just the worst look in front of a car I've ever seen since the Pontiac Aztec. The doof edition. I love the, how dare you? Oh, you only fucking like it because the breaking bag hype. Have, Don't even. I have never seen, no, I like it because it's it okay. is a utility. It is a utility knife of a vehicle. Yes, they're ugly. And no, they're ugly. No, um, you're wrong. That's okay to be wrong. It's um, fucking gorgeous. You obviously don't have taste if you think the Pontiac Aztec looks worse than that. You know, so. I almost bought a Pontiac Aztec when you I would. was they're, 17. Because they're, they're great. They come with camping equipment you, and a cooler. You want to know what? And you could change the radio from the trunk, which was cool back then. You want to know what was really the selling point? I was 17. I was a pig. I always threw shit in the car. The guy at the dealership was like, yep, 
everything's rubber. Just grab a hose. And the guy grabbed a hose and started hosing down the inside of the car. And I was like, this is perfect for me. And that's why Joe I has a Jeep now. It. And that's I have a Jeep now. <laughs> I think, listen. But yeah. what, hold on, let me let me get back to the disappointment, right? So they they massacred. Look what they did to my boy. They massacred <laughs> my the way the Camaro looked. And I was so bummed. And this is when electric cars were like just getting awesome. Like when they came out with the first Model S in like 20, like it was, it was 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. Right. And then actually started getting them out to people like 2015 um, or 2013, sorry. But- Electric cars were just shown they could be something like powerful and special and look like a sports car and not look like a battery with wheels on it, right? <laughs> like the fucking old Chevy Volt. But they were quirky. They were fun. Chevy said, miles. Chevy said, hey, listen, we could do that too. And they made a Chevy Camaro that was battery powered that had the equivalent of like 800 horsepower. And they launched one teaser trailer of it. And it was an S10, like a tricked out drag S10 that rolled up to the, the fucking starting line on this drag strip. Going like, bah, 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 like this huge, like big, deep, like oh, yeah. V8 beef. And then the Camaro rose up and all you can hear is the S10 behind it. And it does the burnout on the water <clears throat> first to get the tires all heated up. And they, they said, we're going to drill it back to 80% power for this launch. And I was like, why? And then... They launched it and it popped a fucking wheelie off the line and smoked the drag S10. And I was like, yes, that's what I'm getting. And they were like, yeah, Chevy Ecopo Camaro. And I was like, dope. And then they were like $200,000. And I was like, fuck you. Ecopo Camaro. That's funny. So the Copo Camaro, there was a dealership. At the Copa. Yeah. Copa Camaro. It's where all the Camaros go on vacation when they go to Camaro heaven. It, no, the Copo was a, um, they were a dealership that would modify Camaros and put their own bashing on it and just sell them as a dealer. Yeah, like saline. Right. And, yeah, yeah. No, well, saline is For their own thing. hit. Sort of, kind of, but again, it was a car dealership. Like, it wasn't a, a, it wasn't a design hat or it wasn't an engineering. Like, they was just, and they got so popular. Like, a Copo Camaro, thanks to boomers, are like a mid-six-figure vehicle now. If you can find a 69 Copo Camaro. So, to hear Eco Bo. Like, yeah. Funny, that very <laughs> I was funny. just so psyched for it, and then there, you know, who else did that when they came out with like their first good electric car, Porsche? Mm-hmm. They were like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna come out with the Taycan that competes with the Model S." But How much the not- Model S costs? Uh, one hundred and ten thousand. How much the Taycan costs? Two hundred and fifty. Mm. Did you not expect that from like Porsche? Which and one them? was it's full electric? Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one because I know the nine one eight Spider. That's a million dollar vehicle. Mm-hmm. That's a hybrid too, though. Mm-hmm. But it, I I I want real powerful electric vehicles to come down all in the same kind of price range to actually make it competitive. The problem is that all the electric vehicles now are luxury electric. Mm-hmm. You're naming all the companies that you've named are all like, you know, they do make electric right. we need, cars. We need an like, electric um, Chevy Cobalt. Who, Kia? Kia? I think it was Kia. They oh, released a car. A they released a car that was like $30,000 and it's just a normal fucking car. Like, oh, it, it doesn't yes. do anything fancy. It doesn't do anything crazy. It doesn't do zero to 60 in four seconds. It's just a car that is fully electric. Car and it cars. starts at, like, 34,000 or 35,000. It caps at, like, 45. It has, like, I think 210 miles of range or something. But it's just, like, oh, the Kona. It was a Kona. Oh, yeah, a Hyundai. Hyundai. So, because uh, we were looking into it, because... 
my other car is uh, my wife's car, which is a Nissan uh, Kicks. And I was like, oh, that's like the same fucking size as the Kona. So we can get like the same exact thing, but full battery. And like, like I said, it's nothing crazy, but it was nice. They had like nice to have. It had like the wireless charger plus wireless air, uh, CarPlay slash Android Auto. So you just like throw it in the fucking car and it charges and displays. And I was like, this is what That's we awesome. need. We need cars that are like, I'm going to go to the dealership and buy a $40,000 car that's electric. Not everyone's going to walk into a dealership and be like, I want the $95,000 like electric car. I'll take two. <laughs> like even Rivian got me. Like I want a Rivian really bad. They keep raising the price. Mm-hmm. They keep showing quality control issues too, dude. Also, yeah. Tesla so too. Like, bad. Yeah, they're Tesla whole, too. Every, mm-hmm. single, every single model from Tesla. So. I, all quality control issues. When I got my Model 3, the connection points for the front fenders and the front bumper were all like warped and flared out. And they were like, yeah, we're dropping it off like this and go ahead and go make a service visit to get that fixed. And I was like, okay. So I did and I brought it in and they were like, that's eh, good enough. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Panel cap has always been an issue with Teslas. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would love to get an electric car. I just... They're not there yet. Yeah. Like, they're I close. I disagree. I think they're getting really close, but I think we're, at this point, the quality is close, but we still have issues, and the competition right now is not many. Um, companies are coming up, like startups, but they're having a hard time meeting demand. Like, Rivian, perfect example. They can't push out cars. They just mm-hmm. they just can't. There's a waiting list. For I don't even know how long. I think one of my friends had one. They're on. They're like maybe I'll get it in a year and a half. They're cool looking. They're slick. I'll yeah. Give them that. Oh but yeah. But like even the Mustang. We were looking at the Mach E. I am now on a list to pre-order. So I'm on a list to get onto a list to get a Mach E. They called an electric crossover a Mustang. Yeah. <laughs> they should have just called it the Mach. I just call it the Mach E because I don't call it the Mustang. No. Because it's not. It's. Not. I called the Mach E, and that's great. And I think they're getting really close. To it being, I'd say, maybe another year and a half to two years, and we're getting, like, prices are going to come down, viability is going to be better, It's hopefully they're going to work out all the kinks for quality. I disagree. I think everything's already there. How I many think, issues have you had in your uh, car? With the actual car that's the car's fault, the control arm, and the panel gap. Every other misfortune that I've had with my car has been the state of New Jersey's fault or dipshit driver's fault. I've been hit twice while stationary. And then I got sideswiped while I was in the left lane from some guy who like swung all the way over three lanes and fucking wailed the front of my car. And this, the first week I had my car, I uh, hit a frozen construction joint on the parkway and destroyed two rims and two tires. Jesus. Yeah, like full-on like cracks in the rims, yeah. couldn't hold air, trashed. Um, none of that was Tesla's fault. No. And, and what they what they do is like, so the, the control arm problem I'm having right now is a known recall, and they put out a notice where they were like, if you have a squeaky control arm, just bring it in and we swap it out for free. They were doing that with the with the trunk latch on the model, early edition Model 3s, and they did that with the... Um, the heat pump. There's a, a heat pump issue you can develop, and for the lifetime of the car, it's a free swap. But you can't look at those three things and say, oh, no, they're still having problems on launch. Every fucking new iteration car has those problems on okay, launch. Okay, but what about parts? 
I know for a fact you had a hell of a hard time getting extra parts when you were in accidents. Oh, he's walking yes. in the auto zone. What do you mean? That was, uh, that was two years after the three came out, and it was before they set up the supply chain. When I had my more, my more recent accident, like when, uh, when the guy hit me and they had to replace the bumper, uh, they took, I think it was a month for everything to get there. That's a long time. Yeah, but everything is supply chain issues right now. Yeah, my, yeah. My I, I don't really think you can my, pin that on just them. My brother's, uh, he has a diesel Colorado and the def system kept failing and he, he was out of his truck for, I think, two months. They were waiting on a part. I mean, they gave him a blow. Like he was, you know, he was fine, but mm-hmm. they just didn't fix the truck. Yeah. Again, I, I don't think right now that's indicative of any fault through Tesla. Trust me, I love shitting on Tesla. I fucking hate Elon Musk and I hate Tesla. Mm-hmm. As soon as there's a better option, I'll buy it. Like I said, I'm really hyped for an electric, electric Corvette. Mm-hmm. I just want at least some sort of simulated clutch and manual. It doesn't even have to be linked to anything. It doesn't have to even be functional. <laughs> so just put you one just, in your fucking just, cup holder, Spencer. Yeah, just go get like a... I'm sorry. Where was the clutch pedal? You know How are you going to do a clutch kick and ref match without a clutch pedal? Just go get like one of the Logitech things and just shove it in the car. I have an old um, Thrustmaster TMX. <laughs> you all uh, can go pedal set. I can glue <laughs> a fake want, pedal in there on a spring you. for you. <laughs> No, I want, I want, I want. You know they made No, no I want you to add something in my, my car that's completely non-functional right. because of nostalgia. Do you know they actually make yeah. cup yeah. holder? I know, I got uh, you. Yes, I've seen the cup holder shifters that people put in their Tesla's and be like, hurty tur manual swap, comedy for days. <laughs> yes, I've seen them. That's, I think I think of it funny. more as like a, um, what are the, the fucking gadgets? The fidget spinners? Like, yeah. Like for 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 car heads, that's like your fidget spinner for like welcome to the real world where automatics are a thing with twelve speeds and you know mileage. I think it'd be fucking hilarious if they had a twelve speed manual and you should sit there like whack, whack, I talk semi semis besides semi. semi. Okay, but that's different. You're not shifting that fast. I, I actually bought that the up to Spencer today in his Facebook post about yeah. that. I was like, I'm surprised no jackass has made like I made me a. T- speed manual let me go and it's like three shift seven shift. Porsche has seven speeds so we're getting up you there. haven't lived until you've played American truck simulator <laughs> on manual transmission <laughs> using a flappy like using flappy gears oh that's funny it's literally hunk 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 yeah. hunk I would love <laughs> gotta get that to work I would love to set up a steering wheel kit Ratio. Well, I guess it would be two steering wheel kits just so you could have the double shifters. Oh. So you can go like one to six and then just move over to get the other <laughs> like seven to 12. I thought you wanted to steer each wheel individually. <laughs> that would be also hilarious. <laughs> this is my that's left the new wheel. That's the new Hummer simulator where you, could, where you can crab walk crab in walk. and out. <laughs> uh. I, I saw a video. It was from... It was a news article. It might have even been like Car and Driver from like the mid 1980s. And it was a article about how Pontiac created this one wild concept car. And they said, this is what people will be driving in the year 2000. Mm. And it had four wheel steer, just like the new Hummer has. (laughs) It had all digital gauges. Not a single analog gauge or anything like that. Oh, 80s digital gauges. It had the, the ability best. to have GPS by satellite. Crazy. 
and like a whole bunch of other shit that we have today. I just want to know mm-hmm. how quickly everyone develops cancer driving this thing in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> the, the only difference is that they're like, oh and yeah, a this nuclear is- reactor <laughs> under the hood. They're, they're just like, and the way it steers is it was like a linear steering. So Through like your mind. you could literally only turn the wheel this much. <laughs> and the wheels are all cocked, like oh, hard so it's left. Vid- it's video game steering. It's like and one like, to one steer ratio. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're oh literally boy. they're just like, well, it's kind of like a fighter jet flies their plane. No, all right, stop, shut up. Because it was like, no. and, and, and it literally it was like this, and the wheel just goes honk. And they oh showed God. it trying to do a Cars slalom course. Imagine the accident. Watching it do the works. slalom course Cars was the thrust. best thing ever, because they're just like, no. <laughs> Kind of the amount of accidents that that would have caused inside on the, the cylinder. Oh yes, cars use thrust inside the cylinder. They thrust forward with the wheels spinning. That's cars use thrust. That's not what the definition of thrust is. I'm. I mean, <laughs> listen. It. I. I hit gas. I. I know you're forward. fucking with me, but I still want to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know what the. T- if you wanna, if you wanna be the smart ass, I actually don't know the technical. Is it lift? <laughs> <laughs> Only no, Spencer, that, that's when you modify your suspension. Only when you're drag ah, racing. Got him! <laughs> but when you thrust in the car, it goes back and you lift and go forward until you neutral out. I could make a joke about thrusting in a car and I'm just going to stay out of it. Yeah, I was trying I'm to put Bob something together, I but... Fuck! Got it. <laughs> where's, where's the buttons? <laughs> so what does what do car do then? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Be here all night. Try the beer. Drive. Cars drive. (laughs) Thrust is like when you have... Propulsion. Yeah. Okay, cool. I was waiting for the... Actually. So, propulsion... Oh, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, do you want to know or do you not want to know? Because you keep asking and then interrupting the answer with a joke. It's a podcast. Figure it out. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's accurate, it. I'm gonna let you know. Accurate. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you keep saying that to people and let them giggle at you. Google it. <laughs> um, do your own research. I did once. Do it in again. The 90s. <laughs> do it again. Try harder. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it? I think it might be time. We we had a comment uh, in the chat. 4 a.m. Watch said, "I'm looking forward to show and tell." There's a lot. We have a lot oh, of show and tell. We have a lot of show and tell. And Spencer started before we started the, <laughs> the show. I didn't know it was a segment. With <laughs> the best iteration of show and tell ever. <laughs> and I don't know if we'll be able to recreate the magic. I'll but do uh, my best. But Spence, I feel like it's time to... Uh, we'll, we'll start off with you since you're the guest. Um, sure. So I guess... I'll preface it the way I perceived. I thought it was going to be just like, let me bring some things to put on the table physically for like yeah, ambiance and stuff mm. like that. I didn't realize it was today I brought to school stuff. So like... Um, <laughs> oh, no, it's recently, literally show and tell. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And show and tell we shall. I uh, recently started LARPing, live action role playing. Uh, for those who don't understand to oversimplify it, but in a terrible way, it's D and D, but IRL. How about that? Um, but either way, I like I so I brought I brought I brought my I play a diesel jock, meaning mm. it's a dystopian LARP, so it's all big bomb go boom. Now stuff mutated. Instead of like races in D and D, there's strains of different people. My strains diesel jock, which is 
a person who has no scent left from smelling oil all their lives, and it's pretty much just me. It's it's similar it's to role COVID. playing as me. Yeah. It sounds very so similar to Fallout. <laughs> it, and Same kind of. It is very similar to Fallout. Gotcha. Um. So like, I brought I brought my diesel jock glasses, and I brought I brought my diesel jock hat, and I named my diesel jock Clunker. Um. Because not only if you want to put it on top of that stack there. Oh sure. Uh, we have our our live zoom camera. Oh yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Look at that. So I named it Clunker, <laughs> uh, not only because I thought it was a cute little diesel jockey name, um, but I built myself a bicycle for this LARP. I took a 1960s beach cruiser frame, and I put mountain bike tires on it, which before mountain bikes were a thing, people would just put chunky-ass tires on their beach cruisers, mm. and that classification of bike is called a Clunker mm. with a K. So I can... I'll just bring. I mean, I already. I, I'll. I'll just go get the bike. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you take. I was gonna say, make sure you take your headphones off. Uh, I got a lot of. I brought. <laughs> a, I brought other stuff too, but I feel like I just introduced the bike. So uh, how are we gonna get this on camera? Uh, it's gonna be behind us. Magic. Right. <laughs> or we'll throw it on the table. I don't know. We'll oh, you. You know what? I didn't even realize you were gonna bring it in that door. Yeah, I made him bring it out back. Yay! Yay, <laughs> Yay rain! <laughs> Spencer no. said it's not like it's been super soaked. Yeah, no super. What would you do if I just locked you out there? And for the uh, the audio version, Spencer's currently walking in back into the I studio. Did you oh get my. your tetanus shot when you like bought that? Yeah, keep or that a reasonable another rescue. Tetanus? I hardly even know this. <laughs> or is this another tetanus, rescue? I love that game. <laughs> It doesn't uh, look like it was rescued. So, but it's a a bike, space liner. That's what it was, a Columbia space liner. So for just that just sounds like a euphemism for like cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go ride the Columbia space liner tonight. <laughs> put this inside. Yeah, uh, just roll it back by the door or over here, and just, lot, just right behind just us. Great, <laughs> Fantastic. There's a wall. <laughs> Walls are breakable. Uh. <laughs> right now he's trying to get it set up behind us. I yeah, yeah. It won't scratch. <laughs> it's rusted. If anything, it'll break. I'm not worried about the bike. He think he means your wall. Uh, <laughs> it's rust. It'll patina. I don't want to tell you. It already did that. <laughs> I think we're a little bit past patina. I meant the wall. I think that's past Bettina and now might be structurally compromised. (laughs) Just kidding. It looks great, Spencer. (laughs) Oh, right. Your show and tells in the backpack. Uh, I thought, again, I didn't think this was going to be, hey, guys, look what I brought today. I thought it was going to be like, let me put some stuff on the table. Because I brought, I do the anime. Microphone. Lean down. <laughs> I do the animes. So I brought my Team Rocket hat. Mm-hmm. When I cosplay Team Rocket, kind of want to do a sexy Speedo one for Colossal Con East. Oh, no. Oh, want to do a sexy Team Rocket? Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. Mm. I've already, I already bought the Speedo for my sexy Wilbur from Animal Crossing. The, the Dodo Bird. See, I brought my own headphones. Mm. <laughs> the Dodo Bird. But yes. So uh, this is my headset that I took apart and I spray painted the outside of it. The color of the headphones, which we happen to conveniently have, I actually convinced. Did Heather you to match buy this. your shirt on purpose? 
Why, yes, I didn't. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I actually had Heather buy these because I found them for 12 bucks in Marketplace. And when she got them, she actually had to clean out some of the ear parts with a tweezer because there was just a mystery gunk in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, Love let me tell that. you, your boy's a winner. <laughs> but hey, look, I got free headphones out of it, so <laughs> who won after all? So what's the headset for? So, so he, in Animal Crossing, there is a Dota bird called Wilbur. The, the two pilots are Dota birds. Ha ha. Amazing. So one of them's called Wilbur. Like I don't the get actual, it. I'll tell you when you're older. One of the, um, <laughs> one of the, it's named Wilbur, and he's the pilot, and like he wears like headphones, and he just like you know how Animal Crossing voices are like. <laughs> so he just has like a deep ass voice. And he wears head, a headset like that. So I, I do like a humanoid version where I just put blue in my hair and my beard and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. I've seen pictures of you yeah, doing that. Yeah. Yep. And then I wear just like an outfit. I'm not going to lie. I look fucking spiffy. I, <laughs> I brought the Demon Slayer outfits because the Tanjiro's in the anime. <laughs> it's That's so cool. <laughs> Well, because you were like, oh, Spencer, you do a lot of things. So here's all the things. It's almost yeah. like you're an amateur at everything. Yeah. Who thought? I brought, I brought oh, I get it now. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm my chance. I brought wrench. Please don't. Because, <laughs> again, I thought we were just doing obvious. <laughs> that you, you were <laughs> naming these while I was standing here. And I was like, okay, yeah, these all make sense. The wrench and is wrenchy. And then he just goes, and this is my wrench. <laughs> <laughs> the earphones are eerie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> not on the cover. <laughs> uh, so I I uh, I lost it when he just was like, and this is my wrench. And I was like, ah, yes. Oh, oh and who can forget my oh boy. earrings that are clip-ons because uh, I still you got I'm too much of a bitch boy to get my ears pierced. Yo, do it, do it live on, on uh, <laughs> oh, I'm TikTok or something. Live on TikTok, yeah. yeah. Well, I do a dance. Hi, hi. I'm Spencer. I'm a bitch, and I'm gonna get my ears pierced. Ah! <laughs> Did I get views? <laughs> Am I? Do the people on the internet like me? Oh my god! Could you imagine if you passed out on TikTok? <laughs> the only comment you have is toe picks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, man. I'll do anything for twenty bucks. <laughs> Uh, also, we have some comments. I can't wear these earrings and put on these cupped headphones. So allow um, me to have Not with that attitude. Yeah, it sounds like you weren't <laughs> trying hard enough. Ah, uh, yes. Funnel the tax, toxic masculinity, and make me do whatever. No. I mean, that actually kind of works sometimes. Where the fuck did that conversation uh, come from? <laughs> you guys were like, you can't do that. And I was like, but you telling me I can't do that means I can do that, and I will do that. Now I get it. And yet you So didn't. it's actually kind of a running joke. Because uh, whenever I go to a conventions, we always do everything in one trip. And, like, I will I will put myself in back-breaking positions holding oh, our... Two like bringing the groceries in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Exactly. It's always, it's always one trip. So the one time we were bringing everything to the car, I took my belt off for the car ride home just because it's more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I'm fat. I've been there. Yeah. I understand. Well. Same. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> we're all curvaceous gentlemen. Um... As I'm walking, my pants start falling down. <laughs> but in order for me to fix them, I'd have to put my stuff down. And we just can't do that. So what do oh, we do? No. Oh, 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 the, oh, yes. The pants fall down as I go into the elevator. And I'm just <laughs> waddling in there. 
and we go up the elevator and I waddle myself out and you just see an angry pissed off Spencer waddling his way to the car. But you know who won? Me, because we did it in one trip. I beat the luggage. Yep. I'm so proud of you. I know. I know, me too. That's all. Uh, Round of applause. Yeah, th- th- thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you. A couple it comments. There's a, a triumph for men everywhere. Uh, gotcha. Seven, uh, 7790 oh, says up, we got to see his undies in the elevator. He did. Guillermo's in the elevator for that. Hello, friend. Hello, Gotcha. Um, and Weekend Otaku says, uh, finally something anime related. Uh, enjoying Sorry. the show so far. Uh, but it's been all planes, trains, and automobiles today. Have you ever seen Initial D? <laughs> choo choo, motherfucker. <laughs> I love playing Initial D. I, I do too. For well, the, a really long time, I didn't know it was like outside of video game a thing. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, if you did, if you didn't see it, you only knew the arcade cabinets where you had like a little credit card stamp thing. You know how expensive yeah. those goddamn cards are. Um, how expensive are they? Unnecessarily. <laughs> Whoa! Because I wanted the I wanted to get an arcade cabinet. That's one of the things that like I have arcades. I have Gus things that I've too. made, but. To make a racing cabinet, like, you, you just can't make, you know what I mean? So, like, I always wanted an initial D, because it's like, how, how much better can you get in the arcade? Just, like, make your own and use, like, a credit card system and call it, like, initial don't or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are a initial lot of people follow, things. by the way. Oh, hell yeah. Thank Followers. Um, Cheers to you, friend. Like, did you know, in Blitz 99, because I have the cabinet downstairs, mm. there was an add-on memory card slot. That was only, most of the people ripped them out because it was a pain in the ass. So I didn't know they existed until I got one. It uses an N64 memory card. And you could save your game onto the N64 memory card so you could play later. The game is not the N64 version of NFL Blitz. So I don't know how the fuck they got this whole thing working. That was almost cool. I mean, you know, it's kind of like what they did uh, when they had Pokemon Snap, and you could bring um, your, your, I think, yeah, your, your memory, memory card yep. into the kiosks and print that out That is pictures. another thing that is dumb expect, uh, expensive, because right. the collector's on those. Oh, God. Because now we're all grown up and depressed, but have money, so we mm-hmm. want that stuff back. And just like boomers making muscle cars, astronomically expensive. Maybe it'll bring back my happiness. Depressed nerds, exactly. <laughs> Uh, you get a you get a dose of it. You get like a blip of serotonin. And you're like, oh, now I need to go to therapy. <laughs> a dose of dopamine. Oh man, a, <laughs> a squeeze of serotonin. God dang it! <laughs> or you could just is what it is yourself out of every situation. You don't have to consume it if you just say it is what it is. It's Thank one you. of my least favorite terms. It's a nice wrench. It is. It's a mighty fine wrench. I actually bought it. <laughs> Uh, for the pedal assemblies of the bicycles, like I, I just didn't have a wrench that fit, and I didn't want to buy a wrench set because they're like hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. when you up to get to this size. But I guess I actually went to Home Depot. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, my friend went to Home Depot and tested it on the bicycle that he framed that he brought <laughs> into Home Depot. I would never do such. <laughs> Could a I thing. borrow this? <laughs> well, I thought about. It, I was like, I actually don't even have to pay for the wrench now. Because I could totally tighten it down in a different fashion. But I was like, no, it actually works out pretty well. It goes up to... I'm surprised you didn't just 41. sharpie, like, two measurements on your finger. And then just go to Home Depot and be like, is it just... Well, that's, no, but that's just it. A, Home Depot didn't sell a 40-millimeter wrench. Mm. They sold uh, an adjustable one for $15. Or I could buy a wrench set online that was, like, mid-100, like, 100 150 bucks, Or you could buy this guy for 15 Mm-hmm. 
And, like, honestly, it does just the same. You just have to remember that most likely when you're using it, it's reverse threaded. So righty, loosey, lefty, tighty. Mm. Confusing. Mm-hmm. Especially because you te- Yeah, may, bikes, are, bikes are weird like that. May or may not have uh, over-tightened and stripped some threads one time. <laughs> you learn. Happy accidents. That, that's me. That's Happy what Loctite's accident. for. That's true. Well, cross-threading is nature's Loctite, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's very to. true. That's very, very true. Um, all right, so that's a lot Spencer of show and tell. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll bring less to the podcast about hobbies. <laughs> no, you was, announced me as a guy that is, has too many hobbies. This is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't say there was anything wrong with what you brought. That was an awful lot of projecting, Spencer. Yeah, really. You're not my real dad. <laughs> so anyway, if I, I were, watch, I watch I'd be anime. proud of you. Other than the anime thing. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking weeb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Bob on the board. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Bob on board. I'll be I'm here just going to start calling you Bob on the keys. I think it's more funny that you just had a whole crowd cheer for you and just cut it. Like, yeah. Boo, boo again. <laughs> yeah, everybody gets the gist. Uh, so we have, uh, I guess you, you have your, uh, and now it's conveniently uh, <laughs> hidden so we could. We could, we could do a reveal. <laughs> we could do a reveal. You don't have a soundboard for this? Oh, hot <laughs> Here's your cloaker hat. <laughs> oh, what? It's not the hot dogs. <laughs> it's, it's, it's focused on hot dogs. <laughs> 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 Should I open the box? It's so strong. Also, why do those we glasses have... really don't like staying still? They're just all over the place. They are my glasses. Um, I wanted to show everybody <laughs> the die that started it all. My crippling dice addiction. It is a cat's eye D twenty. Way back when Joe and I were were youngins, mm. uh, we all had our basic Chessex sets and, you know, like one or two. And we were like, yeah, I've got orange. And Joe was like, I've got, insert what Joe has here. Uh, mm. And uh, we saw, a was life. it a, no, a mass drop? For, it was a mass drop. For Cat's Eye D20s. And we were like, these are fucking dope. So he got a green one and I got a blue one. And I was like, oh, man, I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. <laughs> and it did. Mm-hmm. It awakened the D addiction. But it's all that one's fault. I got one pretty shiny rock, and I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. I need to have so many of these. Yeah. Goblin brain unlocked. Correct. Mm-hmm. I, I still have mine somewhere, but I know I used it a bunch, and I used to roll it with things that you shouldn't roll it. They really should have put disclaimers in there. And uh, I ended up, like, chipping one of the little edges off because, you know, it's See, uh Joe actually used it. I just coveted it like a precious gem, even though it's just glass. My precious. I do, I do both. <laughs> so why Stupid are there fat paladins? You ruined it. So, so why are there what books? Oh, that's that's for, not my hobby. That's for soon. Oh, you don't uh, know how to read. <laughs> but first, let's. Oh God, why are these so heavy? Because <laughs> they're books. It's three uh, books. It's dense it's three wood. Books. Let's probably not even wood anymore. So this, oh, you can't keep, keep, just keep, keep going. There you go. So this showed up at my doorstep today, uh, way earlier than I was expecting it to come, which made me giddy. Um, (laughs) It is the new D and D spelljammer set, and 
this is really exciting for people who like D&D, but also space, because this is space D&D. So Final Frontier. It sounds incredible. So I just opened up the DM like guide screen, and one of the big guides was, if this is your spaceship, this is how much gravity and air is around your spaceship. So... Like you have to like keep track of that because if it's a, so apparently the, the it's one hundred and sixty feet. The name of this series, this campaign setting, is called Spelljammer. The ships are called Spelljammers. Mm-hmm. So you are flying a Spelljammer, and it looks more like a pirate ship that's been magically enchanted than any kind of spaceship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are widely varied. So there's some that kind of kind of get the vibe going with like spacey stuff, but a lot of them really just look like pirate ships that trees grew out of. Yeah, it's fantastic. Bob, can you give me reverb at all? Like, do you have voice effects on this? Uh, Why are you going to go, in space? Am I that predictable? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Was it that bad? Adventures so, in space. So I ended up getting the That's special delay. edition cover. And why did I get the special edition Sorry, cover? Download the reverb. Yeah, how dare you? Edition of my uh, voice box. Shut up. Continue. So just there don't, is. Don't think about it. You're gonna, going you're gonna love this because you're you. The what the fuck was that? Was that a trash disposal in a sink? What that what? was? I think Ron's that was him sipping. Thinking oh. sip. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I thought that was your wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, your sips sound beautiful, but you had sorry. one too many beers, bud. <laughs> well, I've half. only had one and a half lightweight. <laughs> one to talk. wow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even make it past the first four. I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so there are creatures in here. From they're called space hamsters, and I was like, "This is fantastic!" Hold on, you only got half of that name. There's two other words: mm-hmm. space hamsters in space. Boo is a miniature giant space hamster. <laughs> I forgot he's a miniature giant. He's is a this, six foot tall this... hamster. They're on the cover. He's, he, the reason I... I bought the special edition is because he gets his own cover with his head on it, and I was like, "Yep, that's the one. That's the one we're buying." I want the giant miniature space hamster. I thought D and D was like all mystical fey stuff, and when it's, the hell? It's a they... lot of different things. So this one is a space theme. Set. Is this new for D and D? Brand new. No. I, well, I mean, it's not new. It's in, new for I fifth meant, edition. It's new for. Here. I meant new as in going into space. No, new no? for fifth edition. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's really interesting. It's really fun. I can't wait to start doing space stuff. Um. And uh, yeah. So that's good thing I made a wildfire druid for your campaign. Yeah. Everybody knows fire's great on boats. Yeah. In yeah. space. And in space. And in space. Yeah. What's that? Oxygen? Oh no. <laughs> so we're not going into space in our campaign, right? <laughs> uh, because <laughs> <laughs> um, wildfire druids in space. <laughs> in space, I do have a dog now. Pretty happy about that. In space, so, um, <laughs> I thought that was a full set and not just a d twenty. So I'm gonna have to grab a set of dice real quick. So. Do you want to do like a, a 35 second BRB or do you want me to just run yeah, and just grab go. It? Just run and grab. Sprint. Just run sprint. And grab. I, can't sprint. I can't sprint. Cause we can, we can talk. I'm going to hit the bike. Gonna we're going to crash. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> so mute me. One of the things that we're going to be doing. Um, and if you've been watching the show for, for a while and now that we're going to be on all the major podcasting platforms soon as well, 
um, we are going to be doing a few different cooking episodes. And it's going to be a lot of either Joe cooks and we talk about it or one of us cooks and we try to figure out what we're doing, you know, something along those lines. One of the ideas we had was to do a head to head. So Joe is a really good cook and I am real bad at it. So we're going to same no instructions provided. Just have Joe cook something at the same time that I cook something and see how much worse mine is. It's it's going to be like the uh, that Food Network show Worst Cooks in America where like the actual chefs are like teaching you. But what we're going to be doing is we're doing a cooking episode next week. And we want Spencer eh. to choose what we're going to be cooking um for that. But seeing as though we're all a bunch of D&D, you know, fans, oh, we we all play those. D&D and all that. We're going to let the dice decide what we're cooking next week. Yeah. We're going to let Spencer choose, but not actually. You're going to be rolling. So Spencer will be rolling for dinner for us next week. Okay. So let's oh. announce the choices of what your D6 can result. So we have <coughs> the food lab, the are we, walk. Are we starting number one at the top or number one at the bottom? One's on the bottom. Okay. Uh, we have sous vide at home. Number three. Uh, number four is cooking with beer. Number four. <sighs> Uh, <laughs> number five is hot dogs. Hot. And number six is meat. Just meat. Just meat. So again, one more time. The food lab, number one. The walk, number two. Sous vide, number three. Cooking with beer, number four. Hot dogs, number five. And meat, number six. A, I'm hoping for a number four. If I was actually able to choose, it would be number four. Come on, <laughs> math Kenny. Show me number four. Oh, that went over the books. Yeah, that's cocked. It's cocked. You want me to roll? You want a dice try? I wanted to bounce it off the books. It just had a little more. <laughs> had a little bit more oomph. <laughs> try to get it to land Terrible. on top of the book okay. with the bounce. Wow. All right, all right, all right. This is going to go really poorly. Terrible. And Gone forever. Gone. Gone forever. <laughs> yep. Now we're on D8s. Now we're trying to D8 and seven and eight or we roll. <laughs> Let's see like if we can get 20. you all the way to the 20. Yeah, we, yeah, we can <laughs> do this. All right, all right, all right, all right. I mean, it's, it's there. It's not cocked. Just whatever. flip the hat. Roll it in the oh, hat. Wait, it's on the table still? I thought oh, it was on the floor. Oh, no, no, no it's no, on the floor. It's, it's gone. Okay. Gone. Four rolls don't count? Right. Gone forever. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. Oh, there we Two. go. Two. The walk. The walk. The all right. The fuck. <laughs> no, not the fuck. The walk. Oh, no, I wanted the beer one. Okay. Two times two. We can so do that next time. How many pages? I'm not even going to be here to eat it. You never know. We'll just always invite you to roll it. <laughs> but never for the cooking. Thanks, Spencer. It was delicious. Thanks for the roll. Yeah, no problem. In the chat, Weekend Utaku says, uh, so we agree hot dogs aren't meat. <laughs> it's, what the fuck? Yeah. It's meat product. It's tube meat. It's real. It's That's the best meat. meat. Is this all natural? So how many pages? Yeah, naturally ground up cartilage grinder. ears. So all Spencer roll ballpark a D4. Franks. I totally lied. It's six hundred like thirty-three. I actually really like so your roll a D six. And what? after, well, and I then, have to go get we'll the D six. The, then, then we'll pick the, oh, the hundreds the page again. God oh, damn it, Spencer! I'm, I'm the guest. You can't make me do stuff. <laughs> I, got it, I, got it, I got it. We can and we will. <laughs> um, so we'll need the D six. Well, why don't I just the roll D10 a D twelve and D ten? If I roll a D twelve, you just multiples of two. How many pages were in that? 623. I think we need more than a D6. Where, where did the D6 go? Yeah. Over there. It's right, it's, it's right by the one leg of the tripod. Oh, there it is. <laughs> the furthest 
<laughs> dive, oh, Bob, dive, dive. If the camera lurches, it was Bob's fault. You could have just used the D12 and repeated <laughs> numbers after seven and up. Nah. He apologizes. He just grabbed the mic. All right. So we have the D6 and then two tens. In theory, this should work. Unless somehow he rolls oh, a so six and then a zero and a zero, well, and then I'll cry. Say, there's no... You're, you're pretty much eliminating because there's no nothing lower than 100. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, you know, it's your show. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, the D6 is the hundreds number. Yeah, but there's no zero. So, like... Okay, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Meh. <laughs> Page 545. Oh, baby. This is actually that's, clever. That's high, up, that's high up there. 545. Because the D, it would it would need to be a D seven with a zero on it. Dun, 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 dun. What are you talking about? In order to count pages through zero through ninety nine. Five forty five, he said. He said, and you roll the D six. <laughs> you always roll the D six. So if this is at one, the lowest number, it's one hundred and whatever the percentile is. Okay, so the D percentile is the tens, the D ten is the ones, and the uh, D six rolls the hundreds. Yeah. Well. So the max you can roll is six ninety nine, and the lowest you can roll is one whatever. Right, one hundred. One. So, I'm just saying you eliminated <laughs> zero through ninety nine in the page. Yeah, but nobody cares about those. All right, fantastic. Wait, did you say five forty five? Most of the time, it's like the person's life story anyway, so you're fine. <laughs> did, did you say five forty five? Yeah, five forty five. Yes. Oh boy, this is gonna be a fun and. <laughs> uh, what really? is it? Egg drops. <laughs> I can drop an egg. <laughs> Egg drop soup. Egg Let's drop just reverse soup. it. We'll do five forty-five so instead. To Spencer's <laughs> to Spencer's point, then should we then go one lower with that then and do four forty-five? Oh, you know what? Yeah, have the one be zero to one. The two, yeah, yeah. one to two. We totally so four forty-five. You just don't want to make See, egg drop soup. <laughs> I mean, of all the recipes in that fucking book, egg drop soup seemed like the most boring. <laughs> oh, I'm, that's I'm, a lot of words that I don't. Holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> is that garage? It looks like it. Chicken K A R A A G E. Uh, you can correct us in chat if we if I butcher this pronunciation. Courage, maybe. Courage. What's art like bark, right? Ah, uh, uh, so car- uh, maybe it is garage. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Japanese style fried chicken with soy, sake, and ginger marinade. See, that sounds way more fucking fun to cook than soup. Well, you're only dropping eggs. You know, here, no. here's, here, here's a question for you. Do you mm-hmm. cook soup? Yes. Or do you make soup? No, you cook soup. You have to cook it. Do I cook poop or do I make poop? You're boiling it, so you're cooking it. You make poop. Fair. Never you mind. You cook poop. <laughs> it makes sense. Trust me. I'm going home. <laughs> I don't like it here anymore. <laughs> Success. <Ugh>. Spencer's <laughs> making my brain hurt. All right. So we got that out the table. Just too smart for you. Yeah, the boy's wicked smart. Wicked smart. <laughs> Fucking smart. So smart. Were you around when I got banned from saying that at work? No, what? Why <laughs> would you get banned for saying wicked smart? Were some Bostoners offended with the accent or something? No, one of my uh, engineers that worked for me thought I was making fun of him and made a complaint at HR. He didn't have a Boston accent. <laughs> <laughs> wicked smart. <laughs> he just really thought... What a narcissist so to they, hear wicked smart and be like, he's ta- he's making fun of me because I am wicked smart. The nutshell <laughs> is he couldn't find traffic cones in our parking lot, even though I told him where they were. So 
I brought the cones back in for him and left them on his his uh, cart. Right. And then a couple days later, uh, we were making fun of the uh, the the broadcasters like on national news because it's like ha ha next at five a puppy like nobody fucking cares. Wicked smart. So I I had just watched like a couple segments of Goodwill Hunting and I started saying that, and he overheard it, walked in, saw the cones on his cart. And thought I was calling him stupid. No, you called him wicked smart. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but the HR lady was like, I'm not going to write you up, but please stop saying that. And I was like, <laughs> fine. That sucks because as soon as she says that, you want to say it more. Uh-huh. I want to say it more. I wasn't even there. Uh, smart, according to Week in Utaku, it's pronounced uh, Karagay. That was my second guess. Okay. Totally, I totally had that one. I totally just, knew. I it. was just checking you guys in the chat. Uh huh. And you passed. I <laughs> job chat. You see, we're wicked smart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you stop saying that. You're making fun of me. Please, I want you to go to the tabletop trio HR department and complain about me. Hey, Bob. <laughs> Spencer's being a dickhead. <laughs> Fantastic. You look Hi. like a village person. This is... <laughs> <laughs> this is a tabletop HR. Hi. <laughs> respect my authority. <laughs> we respect my authority. <laughs> that no, actually sounds fun to make. No, ah. Uh, like the doctor asked you to say ah. Uh. Karage? No, ah. Uh. You actually like just, the doctor says No, ah. comma, ah, like the doctor says, say ah. So, ra, okay. Or is it ka That now also sounds like the village people. ka <laughs> I don't know. We're you, making oh, man, you're going to have to tell me in person, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just not getting this. <laughs> we're re- See you there, everybody. <laughs> don't you speak anime? Don't you know these words? Arigatsu <laughs> ma. It means thank you very much, you fucko. <laughs> my, my, minus the you How dare you be partially bilingual? <laughs> Stupid. I mean, actually, I know a high is yes, no, no, no. Arigato gozaimasu. Thank you very much. And Nissan Skyline. Anyway. Do you super, <laughs> super know that? That would I actually super it's, duper It's not know like that. one of those things where like you have a Japanese tattoo and oh, it says like oh, shithead on it, oh, but you're course. like, it means peace. Mashi mash. Hello when you're on the phone. And it's adorable because like no matter what character... It's just like, even if it's like this built, it's like mushy mush. Like, it still sounds adorable. I love it. My, uh, <laughs> one of my good friends was, uh, is in the Navy, and he was stationed in Japan. And it's the funniest thing. Like, we we openly joke around that he's like the, residence, the resident redneck of our group. <laughs> so him there. Konichiwa. Would, <laughs> literally. Would, <laughs> like, he would tell me, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm somewhat fluent in Japanese. And that's exactly how he would talk. Domo oh, arigato. And I'm like, dude. Does he do it on purpose? Or is it like, uh, like, little, does he know he's doing it? Little column A, little column B. I don't know how long the video is, but this is how to pronounce the word. Wait, hold on. Just say the fucking word. Also, all the meat and fish are deep fried in oil. Oh my god. 
How do you go about pronouncing it in Japanese? Okay. It is normally pronounced <laughs> something along the lines of karage, karage. But in English, it's generally said as karage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it was really, it was the A on the end that I got. Instead of karage. Like it's garage, karage. It's karage. I should have known. Uh, like I, I remember I now that someone had told me that w in Japanese they always have consonant vowel. So, mm. it, like that's why the joke is like you put like a a vowel sound on the end of everything, and then it sounds like you're saying it in a Japanese accent. I thought that was for Italian. <laughs> See, no, you just put your <laughs> hand up for that. Yo, parlo italiano. I mean, vaffangulo. See, I didn't know you knew Japanese. <laughs> It did have a vowel on the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> bilingual. Trilingual? I kind of just combined both of them. So still, still bilingual. <laughs> I only not, I'm not speak bilingual. one language. It's like one and a half lingual. Like. I only speak one language, but I can embarrass myself in many. American. Mm -hmm. All of my I wife's family speak Russian, Armenian, and English. And whenever I'm at parties with them, like... When they meet, when I meet new people that are in like the Russian community, they always go, "Joe, he speaks perfect Russian and Armenian when he's drunk." <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, thanks, guys. <laughs> I only speak American because we haven't spoken English in seventy seventy six. God damn it! <laughs> Our version of English is closer to English was in seventeen seventy six. Yeah, I saw something about that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. The well, British not accent, English because you're no, Southern English. So non-accented. American English is the closest to what you would have actually heard in, in 1776. The British accent was created in the mid 1800s by British businessmen that wanted to sound more posh. So they literally changed how some vowels sound and made their own like basically slang. So if you've ever watched any Revolutionary War movie and they're all speaking in British accents, they didn't do their fucking homework. Oh, I saw you. Chip, chip, Furio. Yeah, well, we haven't... I, we, I thought it was... Uh, there's a lot of things wrong with how we teach the war revolutionary. Oh, You're thinking of Shakespearean English? That's uh, what people say sounds close to, like, Southern twang. Yeah. Uh, 4M Watch says, I thought it was the Southern American accent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were on the same page here. It's like that South Northern region. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, man. Here to help. <laughs> Yeehaw. 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 Go NASCAR. <laughs> Jesus. Well, so, it, on BBC.com, it says, as a result, although there are plenty of variations, modern American pronunciation is generally more akin to at least the 18th century British kind than modern British pronunciation. But the, the ye old Shakespearean English is what I think I saw that Sounds like a Southern American accent. Yeah, I thought it was like the Louisiana, like the the Louisiana, Nolan's like, accent. Yeah, like that's like closer to like the Shakespearean. Because I think I remember reading a thing on that, and they were like, "Go read Shakespeare now. Read that again in your brain, but you're in New Orleans. That's what it actually sounded like." Huh. yeah, yeah. About the ad. Yeah, I'm trying to picture how that would sound. That weird. Yeah, not as sophisticated. <laughs> Definitely different. <laughs> it's it's hmm. always crazy when you like read and think about that stuff in the past because you think of it like now, but it wasn't. I've had this argument with my friend a few times where um, he's British and he pronounces aluminum as aluminium. Oh, aluminium. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Nerd. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> why. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I don't know where that came from. 
the car park. <laughs> Bonnet. Whenever someone British Boot. is like, oh, that's a real accent. I'm like, yeah, sing a song. How come the accent disappears? Get wrecked, liberals. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, of course, you're the singer of uh, Bring Me the Horizon. Mm. He still somehow manages to sing with a British accent. Only when he does his, like, salt, like uh, talk sings. When he sings sings, full, full gone. Is that yeah. the guy that sings like, can you hear the silence? Can you yeah. feel the dirt? Yeah. yeah. That's that was beautiful, about. Spencer. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. That, thank, thank you. Uh, Wiki Dutaku in the chat goes, uh, how does anyone know this? Uh, it's not like there are any recordings, right? So, dictionaries. Ooh, big, brain. big brain thought right there. Dictionaries and stuff back then had pronunciation guides. You put the dick in dictionary. Hmm. Thanks. You know, I never. That doesn't sound a lot, like a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to try that. I'm not going to put <laughs> my dick slam, in a dictionary. Quick you, slam that book shut. The <laughs> paper cuts. We'll be, oh, oh, oh. It's just like Jackass 4.5, which is just a bunch of dick play. It was all, it was, it was like, this oh, is. I'm kind of glad I didn't watch it. Though. I didn't yeah, know there was pretty a 4.5. Much, or is it 4.5, the 3.5, whatever. I think it was 3.5, but I did see an interview with Steve-O where he, he told them to cut off like making all the all the things have to do with dicks. He was like, there's too much dick in this movie. Yeah, it, it turned into like a fetish video. Like squeezing your dick between two pieces of uh, plexiglass. Mm. That was five. Uh, that was four. That was the new one. So it is 4.5 then. Damn. Mm. So anyway. Tried to play ping pong. Didn't work. So anyway, big brain thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was actually pretty funny. I got to give him that one. That was a funny one to watch. Yeah. Ping pong ball. Ping pong. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's how people knew. Dictionaries. Jackass 4.5. That's Jackass that's people. That's how they knew. Jackass. Yeah. Yeah. Steve was just like, oh, it's pronounced like this, bro. <laughs> bear shits in the woods. Is anyone there to smell it? The bear. Probably the birds. <laughs> Problem solved. I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> Get wrecked. Got any more easy ones, Spence? <laughs> Wicked. <laughs> Is that a trick question? Thrust. <laughs> no, it's lift. Yes, that's how bears shit in the woods. Thrust. <laughs> you finally got one, Spencer. Jesus Christ. Until next time, cheese balls. <laughs> well, I think I found the uh, the name of today's episode. <laughs> Thrust versus lift. <laughs> uh. Um, but I, I guess it's a, a pretty good uh, jumping off point, I'd say, for uh, for tonight. Thrusting off. Yeah, sorry. Thrusting mm-hmm. off point. Mm-hmm. Lifting uh, off. Lifting <laughs> off. Damn it. I never heard that. doesn't make sense. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I'll uh, tell you when you're older. Spence, uh, before we let you go, first of all, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having um, me. You know, plug your socials and, and all the other uh, places we could find you. Absolutely. It's amateur three very thing. If you don't know how to spell it, that's okay. When I first made the Twitch handle, I spelt it wrong. Love so that. thankfully nobody came out and got, yeah, it was like that for a month too. <laughs> Fat pro gamer moves. I that. Um, but yeah, really just amateur everything on TikTok, on Instagram. I do have a YouTube channel, but uh, we'll, we'll work. I, like I said, you hit me at the point where I'm taking a hiatus, but I don't know. Being right here, like this is fun, man. You're I miss making content. Yes. Yeah, uh, Nice. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you let us know when you start going live again. Sure. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely set it up to uh, you know, share your stream and, and all sure. that fun stuff. For yep. sure. But so if you enjoy watching, I don't know. I, I guess they call it variety streaming where you just don't know what niche to put yourself in. So you just call yourself a variety streamer. So mm. I guess I'll go with that. Uh, but I do want to start uh, thinking I do more bicycle streams and then more hands-on streams, not just video games and whatnot. Um, I think they go on the handlebars, right? 
Mm-hmm. So I have a Discord mm-hmm. also. <laughs> you <laughs> can put streamers on your bike while you're streaming. In, in, in d- <laughs> That's what I was alluding to. And you put your Twitch handle on them so they're streaming streamers. So you'd be a streamer You put your Twitch handle on the handles with streamers on your stream. Then you could drive around and live stream. (laughs) While live streaming. While live streaming. And if you drive around in the woods, you could potentially cross a stream. Coming here was a mistake. (laughs) So you could stream stream streamers with your handle on your handles. And and God forbid if you're drinking a beer while you're stream streaming over the rivers. Yo, dog. Because then you're going to have to release your streaming. I got the joke, buddy. Thank you. Did you? you? Yes. Yes. It was a funny, (laughs) a fine joke at that. So, yes. I was explaining it for the audience. If you enjoy (laughs) malarkey like this, follow me (laughs) for more malarkey. I'm white. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, oh, White God. <laughs> We're gonna put that on a button. <laughs> uh, oh no! I made, I, made a, I made a grave mistake, didn't I? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> but uh, I was nice and isolated I mean, too. I mean, no one like said anything. Get a handle on it. I'm just uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, a First time here on this podcast, I'm already getting my own uh, sound bit. Not bad. Hmm. I, think I, I mean, did a good in job. fairness, I do have an old one from, you, from like oh, you, many years ago. Do you really? Do you still have it? Play it. Wait, it didn't want to play. Hold on. Uh, Hold, please. Oh no, it's fine. Here, we'll just spend a minute trying to explain what's going on here. I put my dick in my trumpet. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Does that really need explanation? <laughs> it's very straightforward. <laughs> what was the context of that moment? I genuinely don't remember. I, don't I just remember having that audience. It's I better. Have, it's better that way. I have shotgunned a beer out of a trumpet. I you have, did. Yes. I was there for that. You it was were gross. It was. I loved it. <laughs> and the trumpet played better afterwards, which means... <laughs> I, you never cleaned it. Well, we did then. <laughs> not it with, was with, cleaned. He never cleaned it with beer. No, he Spencer, never cleaned it. Spencer was our battle bard at Ion, mm-hmm. playing us onto the field with trumpet. Battle bard. I like that. Battle <laughs> bards. Next LARP character? Not a bad idea at all. Not a bad idea at all. Hell yeah. Big brain guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that'll just about do it for us. Thank you all so much for hanging out tonight. Um tabletop trio this has been so much fun you can check us out on all the social medias uh at whatever uh tabletop trio tabletop underscore trio please like please yes. follow definitely give us a like give us a follow you'll know exactly when we're going live we have everything set up to tell you when and all that so check us out facebook instagram uh here on twitch as well if you like what you watched we do uh this every single wednesday around eight o'clock ish eastern give or take um, make sure you hit that little heart thing to follow us and all that fun stuff. Uh, so for one final time, I'm Bob. I'm Joe. I'm Bronson. I'm Spencer. And this has been yet another episode of Tabletop Trio. Thank you all so much for hanging out, and we'll see you next week. I'm the fourth in the trio. <laughs>